Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Young Justice, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Sarah Potter, and today I'm joined by Dylan Heisen. Hello. And Allie Martin. Hey. We're going to be talking about the next two episodes of Young Justice, uh, Quiet Conversation and Unknown Factors. But before that, you can find more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. So we kind of, we missed a week. Uh, we just wanted to do two at once here, and, uh, well, we have two big episodes to dissect here, so let's just get right into it. Dylan, what do you think of these episodes? I really like these episodes. These are, this is like an especially good pairing. Um, yeah. Like we, we lucked out. It's like you have like a really good low-key character episode, and then you have a big plot episode and both episodes continue the trend of the last few weeks of the season actually tying its million plot lines together yeah and the show is just like so different now than the first half of the season um like we are at a much better place season structure wise than we were i think this is a much more palatable type of show now for a lot of people um i think these are both Pretty high quality episodes. Um, I'm surprised that quiet conversations exist within Young Justice Outsiders. It is, um, much, like I said, much more of a low key, like in the episode title, like quiet, much quieter episode than the show normally does. Um, it's interesting that the many plot lines in, that are quiet in quiet conversations are not very important to the overall plot. The show still cannot help itself but add in very minor plot lines uh, left and right. Um, I personally do not mind it, um, but I like if you're talking like all the show structure, the people that like had a big problem with the first half of the season, um, if it's like, oh, all the problems have been solved. No, not really. We're still doing stuff like having uh, McGann and Harper like have a big conversation. Like there's no reason for that. And then like uh, adding in um, Calder and his boyfriend is like, fantastic for the progressive part of the show but is like seemingly completely unnecessary from uh overall like plot perspective um which is i don't want to single that out there's many things that are unnecessary from an overall <laughs> plot perspective in these episodes um so, but i, I kind of like the like random small things like in the second episode the the bumblebee baby thing it's like why is this here? I don't know, but it was kind of fun, whatever. Um, and then uh, Unknown Factors I thought was actually really, really good. Um, the Granny, I, I really love Granny and the Granny plot stuff. <laughs> like, Granny's the best. Can I, am I allowed to stand Granny or is she too evil? I do. I mean, you stand um, Jace, so I mean, like, that's just kind of in line with what you do. Well, Dr. Jace is, uh, is good, as we all know. No, so that's, <laughs> that's not, we'll talk about my very correct predictions from previous podcasts. But, I, I am but, listen, very, if, I am very, very tempted to just, like, cut in, like, every time you said you love Jace, like, from previous podcasts right now, when I edit this. Still adds to Jace, but... Um, Dylan is never on a podcast again, you all know why. Yeah, we'll see. I, it, it, I am just saying nothing but wrong things about Jace, so it's all gone now. Um, I was also, the Quiet Conversation was really happy, too. Yeah. Um, this show is so dark and miserable like tone wise uh quiet conversations it's like oh everything is like much better now um that was weird uh, i like it though and then uh yeah in, in unknown factors there's uh there's also just a lot of like we also like a post credit scene in that episode uh, hope, oh, i hope yeah. we didn't miss that and um there's there's uh just there's just a lot of random reveals at the end of these episodes and um it's i, I really like where we're going now with the season um i think like uh 
in terms of like an objective media criticism lens, the second half of the season, we're at a much better place now. Gotta be honest, I kind of miss the first half of the show because I really feel like there hasn't been quite as standout of episodes. I'm not sure we've had any episodes I'm dying to rewatch in the, in the, in the, like, in the type of like evolution or that episode three, uh, like Eminent Threat. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I feel, I feel like, like the show being neater also means it like maybe stands out less in some ways, which is, it, it, but uh, I also think we could accomplish a really great episode within this, this type of structure as well. I also think Unknown Factors itself is a very good episode. So I, I, I'm, I'm very happy with the, the show right now and these two episodes. Yeah. I think I get what you're saying. Like as the show gets better, it gets closer to like the episodes kind of the Netflix kind of thing where like the episodes kind of lead into each other in such a way that mm. the, for me, at least some of the episodes get a little more, um, harder to distinct when I look harder to differentiate when I look back. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like neater and it's tidier, but also it's like, we're not doing a whole episode of like evolution with like the history of Vandal yeah. Savage. Like, like, I don't know. I love, I love that shit. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like the show to still, to still remember, uh, it, its capacity to, to just completely yeah. go in a different direction occasionally. Yeah. And I think we can talk about that when we get into the, to these episodes. But before that, uh, Ali, what are your thoughts on these episodes? Cause Dylan had some okay. great, he's really high on this. He really How are you feeling? covers it every time, but I also, you know. <laughs> For brevity, I also really enjoyed these two episodes, and I agree that it feels like it's coming more together. We're getting more into, not that we weren't into the plot before, but, you know, there are all kinds of more twists being revealed, like, with Granny. Well, not, it, Granny's stuff isn't really twist, twisty, but, you know, we're getting more into her story. We're getting kind of more into Tara and Dr. What's-Her-Name that Jeez. I don't like. Yeah, sure, whatever. Hate okay. Her. She's shady ho. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. I, she's great, but she's shady. Um, I really liked Quiet Conversations because it felt like everything was better, but then I felt like, you know, it's like, this is a setup for shit hitting the fan, and that's what Unknown Factors felt like. I'd say the latter is probably my favorite episode so far, even though it felt, like Dylan said, kind of, um, not like, not like that a lot doesn't happen, but it's not, nothing really, like, stands out except for what's going on with the plot, which I think is necessary at this point because it feels like we're coming down to the wire yeah i mean there's only good... two episodes left oh fuck i forgot no, about there's, that. There's okay, not. So... there's uh there's five episodes left. oh is there oh i then i misread wikipedia i apologize yeah. for being you're forgetting our three-part finale week i oh god i mixed up the week i mixed up the weeks i'm sorry wait is yeah. that really gonna be a thing yeah, yeah. it is oh, no. okay well <laughs> this explains a lot it kind of it does sort of feel like they're rushing through things but that makes sense if we're getting a three-part finale yeah it it definitely feels a little rushed now that we're like getting to the wire. And like you said, it's, we have to wrap this up, but it also feels like we can't wrap this up. And like, I, I, I'm kind of thinking like they were never going to wrap this season up now. Like, like yeah. we're going to get a ending that isn't an ending to the plot we've been hearing now. Cause we're getting, going straight into season four. We already mm-hmm. know it's happening. Uh, but let's just dive into this first episode. Cause I really like these two. Why conversation? I really loved. I really love whenever we delve into like character stuff because I realized, like, five minutes into the episode, all three plot lines are about characters I care about. Like, I want to watch these. I want to see what everyone's doing. I, I, I think, there, think there's four plot lines. Is there four? 
Well, at, yeah. min- at minimum. Oh, no, you're right. There are four. You are correct. Like they're gonna... really this episode has a D-plot. Why is yeah. like, No show needs a D-plot. <laughs> well, with all these We're characters, it. it's fucking necessary. I think I think Young Justice has done D-plots before. It's like, We're oh, going to get to a D-plot eventually. Also, that's not... It's d- four plots without even including Tara. Like, yeah. <laughs> which they throw no, well, in she's kind of there. She's with... But I mean, no, that's like an F-plot. That's what Dylan's saying. There's kind of... Because the exactly. episode ends on her texting and being like, I'm happy now. And it's yeah. just... Like that's a completely separate plot line to the actual it's the Z plot line. No, the C pl- whatever, whatever. The point Z, is Z, not C. <laughs> the Z plot line, yeah. Yes. Whatever. So there's four. Let's. I'm just gonna go over the the plot lines that we have here, and then we're gonna okay. pick out the big moments because this this episode is just like a bunch of character stuff all kind of strung together in a way that actually makes more sense than it does when I list it out like this because we have this episode. We finally dig into Cyborg slash Fixstone, and I think that's awesome. We talked a lot about how we want more from him. We dig into more of the new gods with Superboy, Black Lightning, and Forager going after this guy named, and I had to repeat this name, Mo- the, to get his Mobius chair of Metron, which everyone just kind of keeps he's saying. Not, he's Metron, yeah. He's Metron. It's fine. Well, but even um, Vic was like the what of who. We, am I supposed to know who Metron was? No, Dylan, no. Okay. The name sounds familiar, but it sounds like X Men. Like if it hey, was... also all that's included in the A plot, you could count that as kind of a separate plot too. Would make it no, like no, no, that's what I'm saying. Really? I'm saying that's a separate plot. In my head, that is a separate plot because we still stay with Vic with his dad at multiple times while they're yeah, on the other that's show. true. They do kind of separate. Uh, by the way, in general, both these episodes are very Vic heavy, and I yeah. like really appreciate yes. that. I think he's one of the strongest characters on Finally. the show. In this show, yeah. like, and he gets... go ahead. Or um, time with Garfield, sorry. Yeah, like, in the next episode, we have, like, some... That definitely feels like a direct callback to Teen Titans, because we have this big, like, comedic scene between the two of them, and they both say, like, the same... Like, a shared catchphrase, which is very reminiscent of Teen Titans. Uh, But then, let's just finish summarizing this. We also have Violet running away, and we see that from the perspective of Terra and Artemis. And then we also have Harper talking to Megan, which is... All these things happen in this episode. No, also Calder. Sorry, sorry, I forgot one of the plot lines. I forgot to list one of the plot lines. And Calder with, uh, later named Dolphin with, um, his very real boyfriend. And also, McGann and Harper. <laughs> yes. There's all these things. Yeah, happen. Harper runs away and then, or no, a Violet, well, the Violet, like, she runs away, there's that part, and then she, like, goes to Gabriel's parents, too, so, like, Oh, yeah, sorry! I, yeah. There's so too much, much stuff. shit happens. <laughs> like, there's, I have all these things about the outline. I just keep forgetting these are like separate places with separate like technical like. Yeah, it's, so it's 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 kind of like ridiculous when they we say like this. Like, I, I do think the episode that's makes it saying. flow pretty well though, which is impressive. Yeah, it does, but it feels kind of rushed because it's like each scene has two minutes at one point, and then they just keep going back and forth like, and back and forth and back and forth. It feels rushed when you list it out like this, but I think all the scenes very they they connect very well like yeah. we're moving from quiet scene to quiet scene in such a way that we're always um or we're always excited to see the next thing because we leave like we leave superboy as soon as he spots superman and we're like oh they're superman and we move over to vic who i also care about like it's it's very it, it, it's just very good at making me excited for every single plot which is very rare for this show like yeah, usually finally... there's like this much going on i'm like there's usually one or two that i'm much more excited to stick with but this one, I was I was really interested in all the characters, which is a testament, I think, to this team we finally have. I, did, I, I was, didn't I didn't care about McGon and Harper. I was surprisingly it. like pleased with those two because I thought they would really just have Harper as like a not so much like a foil to um, Brion, but just to like 
have her be like, oh, this is an excuse for Violet to go off the rails. But I'm glad they're making her an actual character, kind of. As yeah. much as, as and as much as I like the Calder stuff, like I, I think in terms of the whole season, the McGann stuff and the Calder stuff felt irrelevant in this episode. I mean, yeah. the Calder stuff turns out to be very relevant, but um, it's yeah. like, why do we care about Calder? The season has not cared about Calder at all. And then excuse uh, you, everyone always cares about I, him. He's I, the best character. You know, the show. In our that's what that's we what the show. Said. The show is not. And then uh, and then it's like Fish Girl. As much as I was like, oh my god, it's happening. But yeah, uh, me too. The, the, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, something better happened. Yeah, they definitely teased us with like. She's staying behind because she has a thing for him. and that it the, sh- the show really trolled me because yeah, uh, last podcast I said I wanted hot shape of water fish sex. And you <laughs> thought it was happening. No, <laughs> it Calder. really looked I was way, so I, bad. Calder didn't appear yet, and I said he would come, right? Like, yeah. No, you did. So, as wrong as I was about Chase, I really nailed this one. <laughs> and uh, and uh, between the new fish girl and Calder, and then it, I'm like, oh, my God, he's here, and we're doing it, and they're going to have hot shape of water fish sex. And it's like, no, Calder's gay for this other fish person. I'm like... Oh, that's a different uh, yeah, shape, shape of water, water fish sex than I was expecting. <laughs> okay, okay, that's it's I'm gay. good with that. You're good with better. gay. You're good with gay shape of water. Hell yeah, that's that's good too. Are you <laughs> serious? That's better. It's not. It's not real shape of water because they're both fish people. I guess. I guess none of these are really shape of water. It needs to be with fish person and human. Is the true? Well, I mean, together. dolphin's kind of humid. Like, yeah, to recently turned. Uh, she's like she's like the woman at the end of Shape of Water. Like, wow! Can, don't just spoil the movie. <laughs> That movie has like no spoilers. Like just that watch. That was the, the only thing you could have spoiled in the movie. <laughs> okay. Don't cut this. <laughs> Don't worry about it. They this. have sex is kind of a spoiler. Yeah, you're if, saying they have sex. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on from Shape of Water. I c- almost couldn't get over this episode. Is like so composed and dignified. I couldn't get over the fish stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> Of course. Can we can we move to maybe something that was really interested in what you said, Dylan? Because you said you didn't connect to the Harper and McGon stuff. You said oh, yeah. Was, yeah, I, I'm interested in that. I, 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 I recognize that it was kind of not tacked on, but it felt separate from the rest of the plot. And it definitely was. It was most separate. But I still liked it being there. I want to know why yeah. like it just didn't work for you. So first of all, what did work was that uh, we actually resolved it by Harper eventually saying she's she gets that she's beaten up by her dad yeah. like that. That uh, usually these things are like oh we have to go through like uh, a whole movie of uh, of not telling before. <laughs> but uh, the, this show has uh, can only spend two minutes on anything, so it was going to get resolved. And um, no, I just don't care about Harper Lee. Why am I supposed to care about? I mean, like I like her, but like she's nothing in the show. Like yeah. and and McGann is. Uh, kind of a main-ish character like not really though in this show anymore like she was obviously in the previous seasons but um then there's this relationship and mcgann being a guidance counselor i don't care about um none of this seems uh connected at all to anything yeah and i can yeah. see that i it definitely feels at times like this show um like harper lee feels like it she was supposed to be a Is that a real player? name, or am I just saying the To Kill a Mockingbird author? Is that it? <laughs> I, oh my god, did you make me say the wrong name? Now now I feel... That, is that, that real? Wait, I thought that was her name. It might be her name, I'm not I sure. it is, hold on. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm reading... No, it's Harper Rowe. Dylan, okay. it's Harper Rowe. You said it, you said Harper Lee. Just what cut it? that out. No, oh, I'm fine. keeping that, because Dylan was wrong. <laughs> Dylan's wrong, it's right. Harper Rowe. Okay. Um, anyways, I... I Harper Rowe... Felt, it feels like she was supposed to have a bigger role in the show at some point, because when we had the first, like, promos for season three, she was in, like, the, all the promos for it, like, like all the, like, the art, the co- concept art they had, and this feels like maybe they had this plot line and they wanted to keep it, even though she still wasn't a big part of it, and 
I appreciated what it was, as in, like, we had this story about abuse and we got into it and it was, we didn't, we didn't dance around yeah. what was happening. I appreciated that, that we had this story and, like, both people in the room were like, we know what we're both talking about, what we're, but we were acknowledging what we're really talking about is, like, um, admitting to it so that the cops can get involved. And that was a much more interesting way to do the abuse story than we usually get. I think it was. Yeah, much- I, I agree with all that. I think it was well written. I think it's an it's a, at least feels freshish take yeah. on this this type of thing. Um, we must we must be doing something with Harper in the last five yeah. episodes, right? Like, there's no way we have this this conversation with McGann and then do nothing else with her. Like, she they they got it. They, they, it would be I think pretty egregious if we she doesn't have some sort of importance in the last five episodes. Yeah, I agree. Kidnapped for meditative reasons. Yeah, but like, that feels like a plot line that they could have done in the first half of the season, and then we can fo- follow that the whole way if, if the brother was relevant, you know. But it's like it must, Harper must get, like, superpowers or something. Um, yeah, I, I really hope she does, because it, like, it feels like she's supposed to be part of this. She gets gun-shooting powers. I don't know. <laughs> like, she could just shoot good? Yes. Or just, like, out of her hands with no gun. I have no idea. <laughs> she just can't get time travel powers, because then they're going to get sued. Oh, God. Probably. I don't know. It's it's not Life is Strange, guys. It's fine. But it is. But yeah, it is. Um, Let's talk about one of the plot lines that's a little bigger, because we've talked about the two smallest ones, really, right now. I want to get into Vic more, because we, we all talked about how we like Vic a lot, and I I really wanted to dig down into it. Allie, did you, you, you've mentioned you like Vic a lot. How, what did you think about Vic's story in this episode? Well, I love him, because Cyborg. He yeah. used to be, like, one of my favorite heroes on the team, even though, you know, in this he's totally different, and I do appreciate that they're making him different. I especially like what they're doing with the relationship with him and his dad, even though it's really messy, and I still don't really trust his dad. But as much as I like Vic, the whole mother-father box thing still kind of flies over my head sometimes, and I'm just like, can we get to more information about them? Um, Like, how they work? Yeah, but I I did like what they did just because I like Vic. Yeah, it it definitely feels like the show does not want to dig into how mother and father boxes work, even though it seems like that would be interesting. Which but I get, but like, yeah, they did mention what's his name, Metron made mother and father boxes. Yeah, yeah. So is he gonna come back? Like, I kind of don't get. There's what doing no way to him. tell because he's just like the thousandth character in this show. Like, who knows? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Billy, and go ahead. Why don't they just keep the chair so then they can maybe help Violet with her? Who can knows just take, what disease. take a god's chair and then keep it. You got to give why it back. Why not? They have a lot of you. like gods on their team already. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea what an old god means. So, Me um, <laughs> <laughs> it means or they're new god. Old. Are they new god or old god? I, don't I know think he's new god. Um, he's new. Okay, so this this uh, Metron plotline. So first of all, Vic came. The show had the uh, wherewithal to bring Vic back in a major way, and that was fantastic. Considering yeah. his introduction episode was so good, and uh, he's a really interesting character. The relationship with his dad. While I was, my main reaction is like, just be happy already. Like, uh, but, you know. It, but it was it was interesting, uh, and I like seeing um, them re- resolve stuff and and like seeing the, them being prominent and um, just focusing on Vic's great. And then just this whole like um, like quest to go on this side adventure to go take the get Metron and, and take his chair and we go to a place and it's like oh here's Superman and it's like oh hey hey cuz you know like like uh, and like then it's we're on like the, the gods faces and it's like and it's, this guy made the, the mother box and the father box and then the doom tubes and then we get the mother it's 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 it's, it's, it's boom tubes and it's like it's all it's so much 
but and it works so well. As someone who really is not familiar with this this source material, any of this, um, it's 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 basic. That this the thing is, I don't know. I think I feel like my experience with the show might be different than than people who are more yeah. into DC lore. Like to me, this plays is just this crazy sci-fi show, like where yeah. just crazy random stuff is happening. I mean, all that the time. is it's not far from the truth. I mean, I think even people that are into it, just because the show references like so much material and stuff, it's got to play like that to a certain extent, but. Um, I, it's just, I, 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 it's, there's nothing like, else like this that I watch. It's just so many random different sci-fi concepts. It's so fun. I loved this plotline with Metron. It was, <laughs> why are they, what are they on a mountain god faces and they don't explain it? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love it. Like, I love this show doing nonsense stuff. It's just really entertaining. <laughs> you, I, I love how the start of this, dis- dis- like, description, I'm like, is Dylan actually going to say he didn't like this? Cause it seems really up his alley. Cause like, you're explaining it. They're like, no, I fucking loved it. <laughs> you think all all signs might say it would be bad no i love it it's it doesn't not. make sense. no you're right this should not work this craziness of this episode this should show not work can't do that many it can't keep doing this like <laughs> yeah. but it does it can and it do it it works so well because i love this plot line too and i was watching and i was like i recognized as it was going on like this is completely absurd and it shouldn't work but at the same time i'm like i really really fucking love this like i love just them chasing after Metron with the boom tubes, and I love them just suddenly being in a fight, like, whoa, where are we? And then, no like, boom tube in the house. yeah, and then Connor's just like, will you be my best man? And Superman's just like, what's going on? And then they just leave. It's just, that's Why it. is that's Superman it. there? That's so stupid. <laughs> but it works so well. You know what's really stupid is that fucking Nolan North voices, voices both of them. Yes, so both, is he really both of yes, them? Yes, yes, so it's so awful. It's so, it's so great. It's, it's really fun. bad, but it's amazing. <laughs> But then, I, 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 as nonsense as it always, it also it feels big and relevant, kind yeah. of just because he mentions Granny. Like it's, there's enough yeah. to tie it in, and then we learn like Granny's a new god too, and it's like, and then Granny oh. ties to the apocalyptic technology, and and that feels relevant to previous things that have happened in the season. And then it's like there's just enough there that it it it, it ties enough to the the larger yeah. story. I yeah, definitely and it, missed that Granny is a new guy. There's like one line about that. I, I'm not sure if it's like if it was fake news or not, but it, they, someone <laughs> says it. I, I I just love every time you say uh, <laughs> fake news, fake Dylan. News. I mean, we the, title these podcasts "Fake News." No, um, there's we're true talk about the show. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, so uh, this 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 plot line was good, and then it. Oh, we didn't even talk about the end of it when they finally get Metron. We get to Vic, and we have this scene where they like get him out of the chair and i really like this i really like this kind of quiet action scene where we have a clear goal that isn't just beat the enemy like it's like just keep him out of the chair so we can fix vic like it felt very it felt like we had a fight with a clear motive and i enjoyed that yeah yeah i I, I like that too like there's a fight in the quiet episode but it it, like it's it is a quiet and uh single-minded fight and i think it works and i I don't know i just kind of like the logic I, i like metron not being vindictive against them after yes. too, like I like him being like amoral and terrible, and then like I like him not being vindictive. Like it's he he feels he, he felt like higher like with his reaction to I don't know. Yeah, it, he, like we have one of these characters like usually they get very mad about it, but it's clear at the end of the episode that he just wanted something to happen, but he's not going to go out of his way to punish it not happening in the end. 
Like it, it, was, it was, yeah, it was just it was interesting the way yeah. his reaction, and it's like I, I'm sure we probably won't see much of this character again, but uh, there's enough there that I was, I was, I liked everything we saw from him. Uh, this pretty much matches how he's in the comics. Like he's in this character is very neutral in the comics. He's just about knowledge. For you, Dylan, he's very, a very blue character. He just wants to find yeah. more information. Yeah, um, it was a very blue reaction to yeah. Magic the Gathering Blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it, this, this, I just find this to be a very interesting way to show him in the show. I really liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything more here to say other than I think we finally got Black Lightning back, which we've been talking about. Like, he just kind of disappeared. Yeah, I was like, yeah. where did Black Lightning go? He was great. Yeah, um, and I was very surprised by him just... And he showed up in the next episode, too, and he was just good again, and... I don't know. Like it was very they're not known str- factors. They're like, oh, here's Nightwing. Like Nightwing's been yeah, what is going no, on? he's been gone for 15 episodes. You can't just bring him back and expect yeah. me to like. No, but the show doesn't care. They. Just, I mean, they you can because it's Nightwing. He's been. I mean, here. it's Nightwing is at least iconic, but like it's it's the, <laughs> yeah, the show it's, is doesn't really does not care about uh, throwing good. people in and out of the mix. Yeah, it really doesn't. Just wants as much in there as possible. Um, Honestly, I appreciate that, even though it confuses the hell out of me. I think that's like the ADD talking. Yeah, it. it I, I think it's true for me too, Allie. Like I'm just like, oh man, just give me more and more and more and more. <laughs> but also stop. Please. Yeah, because the thing is, as you, as we say that, Allie, there's still one more plot line in this episode we have not dug into which is the violent <laughs> no. plot line. But before we talk about that, I just want to mention that the father box soul goes back to the oh, source. Oh yeah. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? Who the fuck knows? I'm so confused. Does it, does it matter? Like, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't I think it matters. Know. I feel like after the unknown factors thing, it has to matter because of the whole Gabrielle's powers thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I really am so confused, but that's just all I wanted but to I say. But I don't think... I, I'm confused by what could happen. I don't think I'm confused by what could... Like, like it makes sense, like, oh, if a father box or mother box dies, that thing goes back to the chair. Like, that's yeah. cl- a clear line that they're getting. But they can still use those powers from the father box? I don't know. L- like, I don't, it's know, no I don't know what you guys alive. are talking about. Me neither, honestly. <laughs> Dylan, like, remember, when, when, when they cure Vic of the father box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show didn't really explain what Yeah, it didn't explain it, but, <laughs> what, but what the show is saying is that the father box is no longer alive inside Vic. But yeah, the tech is still there. Sure. Yeah. The tech yeah, yeah. still is, which is what I don't really get. So if the it's, chair is destroyed, does everyone die? Whatever. I don't know. It, it feels like it's kind of like the inverse of Violet's situation, but even more. Like we earlier in the series season, we talked, we showed like Vic and Violet like differences because they're mother box and father box. But now we're even taking that further because Violet yeah. is the soul of a mother box inside a human body, and Vic is a human with the technology of a father box. So they're, like, okay. complete, like, opposites of each other, which I think this is really interesting. Sense. Yeah, I do appreciate that. I just keep forgetting how they actually work. Yeah. <laughs> it, probably it, have to go back. I, I don't know how it works technically, Allie. I'm just, like, giving my best understanding of what we Well, no, saw. it makes a lot more sense when you put it that way. I just keep yeah. forgetting how Violet works. Violet's... Violet's... She's weird. interesting. They she is interesting. And speaking of that, like... Speaking of... Yeah. I really want to talk about Violet, because I really like this plot line in this episode, with Violet going back to see Gabriella's family. Like, this was not what I was expecting at all from the sh- for the show to do. I didn't think the show could do this, and I really, really liked this. Uh, Dylan, you mentioned this plot line earlier. Did you enjoy this this little plot line? Um, yeah, this isn't what I was expecting from Violet's arc, I guess. I think it makes sense, and I like that, like, she does this and gets the closure that they need, but also I like, feel like that she needs. And then she yeah. moves, goes back to the team after that. I feel like this is like best case scenario for the Violet runs away uh, thing. We're speculating about like, this is like a uh, quiet composed character moment with like interesting um, psychology on, yeah. on all sides here. And um, 
Yeah, it, it, I think it plays well in the context of this episode, for sure. Yeah, it's not, like, big bombastic, or it's not, like, crazy surprising, but it's quiet, and it works, and it actually gives us insight into Violet's character. Like, it gives us understanding of what she wants from all of this. Mm-hmm. And I really like this... I don't know, I, I like the moment when they touch foreheads and, like, Violet's just crying, and it doesn't feel like things are good, but it feels like things... There's an understanding there, and I really just... It, it, it really felt as bittersweet as it was supposed to be to the family. Mm-hmm. D- D- Allie, did you feel... Did you enjoy this little scene, this whole plot line? Yeah, I like that there was some form of closure, even though it's not really closure for her character, at least. But yeah. it, like, kind of half is. I also really didn't think they would go there. I thought they were just going to have her, like, act, act out irrationally again. So I'm really happy they went in yeah. this direction. Yeah, I was honestly really expecting them to just have Violet, like, try to run away to, like, somewhere, like, no one could reach her. But her going to her Gabriella's family just, it feels obvious now that they've done it that she would go. It it feels really obvious. It's just, I don't know. I I didn't. Meanwhile, we were here, like, Violet goes to space next episode. Yeah, well, no, I think I said that. I said she would go to space. And, like, that would be. Well, no, but I also was, like, on that train. Like, sure, who knows what the hell is going on. Who doesn't go to space in this show? No, exactly. She has boob tubes. She can go around You can just just magically go to space in in two seconds. It's fine. And now Vic can, too. Like, we have, like, Oh, yeah, Vic can make boob tubes. Yeah, that's good. Multiple characters in the show can just teleport to space, Dylan. Finally. Yeah, that's what the show is. That's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, the last thing in this episode is that Artemis and Tara find Violet and they take her home. And it's just like this kind of slideshow montage thing. Like we don't, yeah, we get the, sna- we get the snapshots thing, the, uh, the studio mirror ish, uh, yeah. snapshots ending. I love that. It's like all the plot lines resolving basically. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it has, it's like music behind it. And it feels at first I was like, Oh, we're just doing a slideshow. And then it just feels like we're looking at like, not we're looking at like pictures of memories, like these like last shots of happy people before we get to the bad stuff that's about to happen. Like it, yeah, like the very end. So and and, and there's this like crescendo and the music kind of takes this dark turn as it comes to Violet and then Violet, uh, not Violet, um, Tara. And then the, and the music feels like it's going to go dark, like go down. And then it just has this upswing right as she smiles and she says, tells Deathstroke that nothing's going on. Like it, it, mm. it the music and the scene and everything kind of builds to you seeing that Tara is going to be the thing that tears this all down. And she isn't. And I think that's a great like subversion of with the music behind it, too. Yeah, I think that's great commentary on how the music is used. I think, like, if this is the subversion part, like, we're expecting, like, they can't just have Tara being, like, the the traitor again. Like, that's such a tired plot line. Um, if this is, like, the moment of subversion, I think it was great. I think this is probably one of a few we'll get. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really powerful seeing her just smiling. Like, but and she she's like, happy. nothing, nothing to report. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is uh, way too happy for the show. But I'm obviously on board if we are not making her evil. Yeah, like, this just felt very cathartic. Like, after this whole season, like, flesh yeah. monsters and stuff, like... That's that's true. It's been so dark. Like, I'm glad we had this moment. <laughs> like, this felt... And, and it even kind of continues, at least with the outsiders, like, they're happy a lot of the time. Like, we have, like, time for comedic moments next episode, even with the bad stuff that's happening to um, Black Lightning and Nightwing. We still have these, like, moments for Beast Boy and Vic to be, like, playing around in the gym. And it, it it feels like there's a more lighthearted take to this show now, which I really enjoy. Yeah, at least from that episode. But yeah, um, I hope I hope yeah. it continues because I like it. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else from this episode you guys want to mention, Ali? The, cre- the credits, the credits. Um, is is oh, I missed that. 
Uh, my I, I people were like mm-hmm. sneaking around in the yes. credits. I think it was Black Lightning and Doctor Chase. I think. Oh, yeah, I thought they were going to the fridge. Well, <laughs> well, the problem, Dylan, is that multiple people have the same voice actor, and like <laughs> it, it was hard. To, I, I think you're right. My interpretation is like uh, Black Lightning's back in the mix, so he and Doctor Jace like sneak around the outsiders' yeah. headquarters yeah. and like like make out like while that, not uh, waking the kids. Yeah, that, that's that what I was something. gathering too, but it took me a little bit of time because I'm like, wait, who's talking? <laughs> I like I like that. I like when the show does stuff with the credits. It's yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. And they did something with kind of with the credits of the second episode too. But we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, last thing I'll say is that I like the line from this episode: "No more boom tubes in the house." Like people, <laughs> like it's just such a weird line to the show. Like, stop teleporting to space in the house, please. Like, just stop. Yeah, don't. It, get the dog off the table. Class. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't. So the, we, you, if you want to use this to transition the next episode, so we actually have the kiss in quiet conversations. The, yes. the kiss yeah, to Calder. Yeah. It, it's like one of the last things. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we talked about all the sex, but we didn't really talk about the kiss. I anymore. think it's good that we were talking about the Calder <laughs> with uh, the Calder stuff with the next episode, because at first it's like, oh, here's a another instance of the show having a uh, it's a second gay kiss. It's also just like random now with the character we care about. This is very like. I feel like very reminiscent of a Voltron ending type yeah. thing. Um, it, it but, felt very tacked on at first, but yeah, and I mean it was wonderful seeing it, and it's a much yeah. better thing than the Violet thing that we got because um, it was like a very healthy, happy type thing. But then they really expand upon this relationship yeah. in unknown factors, so I was pretty blown away by that. And he's yeah. an actual character. I'm so happy. Ali, you seem so excited. What do you want to say I'm about this? I'm really excited because I, you know. I was on board with the shape of water, not shape of water, heterosexual sex. And then we got gay, <laughs> non-shape of water, homosexual sex. And I'm just very over the moon at the fact that, A, he's a character, and B, they did not kill him off in his first episode. Because honestly, when I saw that he was like, hey, I'll come with you. Like, I have the same military training. I could probably whoop your ass. I was kind of like, he seems like he's going to die. And honestly, I'm yeah. still kind of afraid of that. I want to have faith that they won't kill him at least too soon. But he seems really cool. And the like fact that they might have like a new potential like sorcerer on the team is appealing more yeah, that was, that was, i think cool. it's a good subversion that they didn't kill him that <laughs> like, I, I mean, I that's like stupid yeah. to say but like they kind of said no it it's not because they do it all the fucking time they do, and they do it all it. the time i mean it shouldn't like be a stupid thing but it is like that uh that that, that was like the expectation there but yeah. um he's, but, he's fine you know, that's just how you know it is but i'm very happy yeah for now i i really enjoyed this whole relationship they were really cute together there are moments yeah. of just talking like even just them talking there's really the writing seems stepped up here like they they really really feels like they have something between them and i don't know just there are little moments between them as they're going that really shows that they like have little in jokes and stuff when they're just trying to sneak into granny's house like i really like this i really like they expanded on their relationship from the previous episode the first episode that we're covering this week and, um, I don't know. I just really like this. I, I'm really, really happy with this. I just wish we had gotten this before the stuff we yes. talked about. I mean, fuck. Like, also seeing Calder being a soft boy is very cathartic. Yes. Like, this retroactively kind of makes me happier about some of the stuff that happened earlier in this season, because we have this now. Yeah. We have this very good gay relationship that's nice and happy and is unequivocally good. And it's... There's no negative connotations here from these two. Yeah, yeah. which well, some are, which some relationships are. One line yeah. that I don't know if we're gonna talk about it, but the well, suck line. and blow. <laughs> I'm not used to sucking and blowing. Like yeah. This. 
Was it okay to laugh at that? Because I kind of face palmed, but I was. I, I think it you think was they're making purpose. a gay joke there. I uh, no, I think they were, Dylan. I noticed it too. Dylan, are you fucking with me right now? Please don't. <laughs> let's analyze it. No. Um, no, let's move, we can move on. We can move on. Um, no, no. Okay, I've got a commentary on this. So I. First of all, yeah, this is the, if they did this before the Violet Harper kiss, then it would have been much better because, like we yeah. said, it's just bad that that was their first queer rep. It's not an invalid thing to show in general. It's just the, bad that that was the first. That being said, now that we got this and the show is like shown that it's capable of having multiple uh, like uh, queer relationships portrayed on the show, I think it helps the Violet kiss a lot. I think like that's much worse in a vacuum and in the context of a show that at least shows multiple ones, um, it's honestly kind of fine. I mean, it's like still not great, but it's like much less offensive I, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the, the downside, like this is pretty, other than that one line, which, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it back. I'll watch it back. Oh, but, I don't uh, think the, it's bad. Dylan. I think it's just a joke. It's fine. And, like, yeah, it, I just it, don't know if it was done could in be good a, taste. It could be a tasteless joke. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I, um, I don't think it was. I think, okay. I think it was fine. Yeah, but okay, but in terms of like the, there's so much to like about them. The only downside would be that Calder's not a main character this season. So this isn't as impactful if like, uh, Beast Boy was with a guy, right? Like that. I think in the context of all three seasons of Young Justice, this is going to be an, this is like an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, but it's just a stark contrast. Like Calder is one of the absolute main characters of the show before, but this season he's really not been. Um, so it, it does a little bit play like a side character. It's so much easier to have just a, side, a gay side character than a gay main character. It's much more impactful. It's a main character. Um, but you know, we're people that have seen the whole show and the whole show is stuck with us. So I think that like it is very impactful, especially Calder is like absolute fan favorite and, um, just a really developed and character who's gone through a lot. Um, also, I don't know if you're someone that's listened to our, uh, Shira coverage, we had the Shira podcast in the last season and Shira, like I complained a lot about how that show like is, has not had any explicit romance. And like, this is like a very minor side thing. And it does like what that show is like, absolutely not. There's a gay kiss and is clearly gay in a, in a relationship. Um, and I'm not doing this to knock Shira, but it's like, this is like a very rare thing on TV. Like what, what they, and it's like this minor side plot, but like the, its inclusion is, uh, is, is very impactful. I think considering you don't see stuff like this, it's one of absolutely one of the biggest queer up moments of the year in animation. Yeah. And it just, and yeah, I, I, you said everything I was going to say, like, I really enjoyed this. I love their relationship and it's great. Um, I don't know if there's anything really more to say about their relationship because we still have to get through this episode, but we can, make note of it as we're going, the things that they're doing. Cause I think it, it's, it's in, in a show that has been good, but yeah. you tainted because it's been morally questionable at times. I don't think the show's done anything in, in my opinion, others may disagree. I don't think anything the show's done anything that's morally bad, but it's yeah. done. It's like done things with Violet, which have been maybe off base. Um, and in a show where it's, it, t- it taints your viewing a little bit. It's like the show's like really good and it's fun, but like, you know, it's not the greatest thing socially. You know, this is like a beacon of light that um, really assuages a lot of those concerns. It doesn't like right the wrongs directly of any of those things, but it's just like the context in which you view a show. If I can view a show and be like, this is like a good show for the world and I really love it. That's like so much better to watch than than a show that's like, oh, this is just like a good show, but it has no impact on anything. So like this, this is like probably the most most needed uh, plot line in all of Young Justice Outsiders. I agree. And I think I I would take this Young Justice like. Seven days out of the week over that episode with like five different straight couples in it where they're all like 
like nagging the one guy. It was, it, it was so like apparent. We talked about it so much. Like, yeah. how are the how is everyone straight? And it's like the show's yeah. like, oh hey, I forgot, but gay people exist. Here's some gay people. That's what. <laughs> yeah, that's is. what it feels or, like. But the yeah. thing is, in their defense. This felt like they got really a full episode to themselves, and not all the relationships, straight relationships do. To be fair, it's, it's really hard to knock it after uh, after the the two the, the Calder. I don't even know his boyfriend's name. Wind. But, uh, wind. Wind. Yeah. I, he's, wind? He's, shouldn't it be? Shouldn't it be? Uh, shouldn't it be water, not winds. Like this it's is different. It's, it's, um, I'm not even going to spell it for you. Just go. It's like W Y N N D N N D. You got you. You were almost there, then you just stuttered. What were you going to say about them, Dylan? Uh, it, it's really hard to knock it after the episode in, yeah. uh, in Unknown Factors. They, there's, a, there's a lot there, and it's really good. Yeah, it's really great. I, the only thing, only complaint I have is I just wanted it sooner, and Windy? I don't think... Go ahead. Sorry. I think his name is, like, Windy or something. It'd be Splashy. That's it's a better fish name. All right. Splash, I'm going to move... Sure. Since, since we're doing... Since Dylan's talking like this, that means we need to move on to the next thing, because That's... it means that Dylan is... <laughs> Getting bored. Um, so this episode pretty much centers around this idea of um, we're trying to sneak into Granny Goodness's house, and we're trying to Finally. find. Yes, and we're trying to like actually. Ah, ask Granny. Yes, we're trying to push things forward, and the other, and I think there's only like a B plot in this episode. Like finally, just like. Just two plots. Plot? Oh no, there's kind of a C uh... plot. There's kind of a C plot. I, I I take that back. So there's there's the B yeah. plot is that we're with um, Mal and Karen, who's Bumblebee, who's having a baby. And we're oh, yeah. doing, and we're having Gattaca stuff happening. Like we're dealing with um, genomes and stuff. And then we have a C plot of just the outsider base with some little antics going yeah. on, along with Violet Brion stuff. And it's a much more, I think, both. It's it's less craziness than the previous episode, but it feels much more impactful. There's a lot more plot going on. We're actually progressing the story. We have a lot of stuff. Oracle, two of the team get captured, and it's really tense. And we also have these two characters we really like in this relationship we just talked about that are also possibly going to be in trouble. And so I think this whole episode just works great from, like, the, the the character and emotion stuff plays very well into the plot stuff, which is when Young Justice is at its best. And this is kind of when I think this episode is when Young Justice is at its best. Yeah, that was Hard great. That was great commentary. They, this A plot's so good. Yeah. Between yeah. this and the A plot of the previous episode, this is some of the best stuff this season. It really is. Uh, Allie, you, you haven't said as much, like, we've been kind of talking over you. Is there anything you want to say about this, like, general episode, the A plot? No, I mean, hard agree that it's definitely some of the best that we've seen. I also just, I've been waiting to get to, like, more of Granny for so long yeah. because she's been here and we just haven't seen her except on camera or, like, fucking with Garfield. So there's <laughs> not, you know, like, messing yeah. with him. Yeah, I know. With him or with him? Listen, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I also, oh. it's, <laughs> I hate you. It was <laughs> satisfying to see, um, what was it? Uh, kind of Violet and Brion reconcile too, because I yes. mean, I just the way they split off, it was very frustrating and hetero, and I was just glad that he finally was like, "Sorry, just sorry," and that's all they needed to kind of just start talking. Yeah. But also, and then the doctor is being shady again. Yeah, but before we get to Jace, I just want to talk on that. I think Brion stuff. I actually disagree. I think it's actually kind of another subversion for the relationship. Brion is again being really likable here because he's mm-hmm. like, "I reacted bad in the moment." But I want to apologize because yeah. and it's it's not he's not talking to her from a place of I'm still mad. He's not talking to her because he's a teenager and awkward and doesn't know how to really apologize. But he also doesn't want to bring this up because it was a bad moment for him. And I think that's a yeah. real thing to do. And it I don't know. I, I really don't like how straight it is. But also, like, they're <laughs> so good. Like, Brion just is so 
good he continues to step boy. up in my mind about how like nice he is, and I really enjoy yeah, but it. I really can, like him. Brion's such a sweetheart. You can jump on my Brion fan club. It's uh, not the head of the conductor. No, I'm train. the head of the the train. Excuse me. <laughs> He's uh, my gorgeous prince. Okay, like uh, you. you <laughs> okay, don't. You chew. My sideburns. Okay, like it's. <laughs> you can't get, just. Wow. You can't claim every character with sideburns, Dylan. It hurts. <laughs> That's true. I do. Have a, I guess I have a thing for sideburns with Zhao. With the simple size of two, but yeah, it's <laughs> a good point. Brian, yeah, he's 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 the he's the best. I, I actually think this is like, um, considering what we did with Violet when she ran away last episode, and then the reconciliation in this episode. I think it's ultimately a good plot line, like yeah. her leaving, and then like I think they just did it really well. I don't know. Yeah. Like we were like, I feel like we were like just more worried about what it would be, not like commenting that it was bad. I think overall, like ever, everything yeah. was fine and good yeah I, I agree i think we were worried about which ways they could have gone and they went just across the board the best direction with all of it like i think we were even talking it, about it was quick it was uh did interesting things with the characters and now they're they're back i mean i don't know if they're like in a relationship right like we'll maybe, maybe explore that but they had their reconciliation moment yeah. and it was and, great. and it wasn't the thing we were predicting where like it, like it was that he got mad and they came back together but it wasn't the like he wasn't mad for like the long time we thought he would be and yeah. finally apologized it was that he was surprised by the revelation which is fair like it's yes. fair yeah. and he has a human reaction of guilt for that and i really enjoy it like this is so good and i wish i want like the whole show to be like this these kinds of intercharacter react um in, in, intercharacter um wow i can't interactions character interactions that's the words i was looking for <laughs> i don't know if you heard that my cat knocked off some stuff from my desk that was definitely a d20 but okay <laughs> It was actually some change. Old to speak. It would have been more on brand if it was, yeah. <laughs> it would be much more on brand for the D20. Anyways. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought because of that. Uh, yeah, so we were talking part... about... I think that's, like, the vile stuff. We kind of jumped from the A-plot to that, but I just really enjoyed that plot, personally. And Could just... we talk about Dr. J stuff? Because it kind of... Yes, like, I, I, we, that's what we're going to lead to. Thank you. We're going to talk about that. So I, let me, let me recap. Let me give you the summary of the Dr. Oh, J yes, stuff. Yes, please, so, Dylan. Dylan, that, we, we, see, we see this big scene. Dr. J is texting... And we see who she's texting. She's texting this uh, big happy gorilla who's very nice, and uh, she—it's it's her big science friend gorilla. Okay. And uh, they're just talking about uh, what they they had for breakfast. And uh, there's nothing bad going on here. Wow. Okay, Dylan. Um, I know you love when I give you the backstory for these side characters. It's, 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 Why is there this random gorilla? I think he's been on the show before, but like uh, ultra, ultra human knight, he's the light member. There you go. I uh, love Dylan. So. Dylan, you're not ready yet. Okay. Do you want to hear the? hear the origin story of Ultra I had to look up whether he was evil. The fact that I, I'm pretty sure that scene was saying he's evil, but I had to look yeah. up whether this dumb big gorilla was evil. Wow. But still, so did you look up his origin? Did you look no. it up? Tell me. Hasn't he been on the show? Like... Yes, he has. Okay. But you need to know this, Dylan, because... Is he Jojo? Jojo? <laughs> <laughs> he might as well be. Ultra Humanite Dylan is, obviously, he's a gorilla with the implanted brain of a 92-year-old woman. Human woman. Uh, <laughs> what? Is this put on the show? No. No, no, it's not put on the show, but that's what he is. And he uses he pronouns, just so you know. But he definitely has the brain of this woman. Why? I don't know, Dylan. Mojo Jojo, though. Why is Mojo Jojo evil? I don't know. Why is Mojo Jojo important enough to be a light member? Okay, I want to move away from the monkey, because even before we saw her texting him, like, we've seen her on the phone yeah. with, I guess it was him before, and 
the way she's talking to Brion and Violet about their individual things, like Violet dying or whatever, I still don't know if I fucking believe her. And now she's telling Brion, like, oh, you should reach out to your people in Russia, like blowing his cover and like potentially putting him and the team in danger. It's such a bad idea. And I don't like her and I'm scared. Right. So you could read this like Ali is and like this is the her contact. She's been, her colleague, no she'd been texting the whole time. Yeah. And um, the fact that. She's texting an evil person. It's like, this isn't actually a science person she's been consulting with. Maybe everything she said has been a lie in order to manipulate Brianne and Violet. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking moron, but I still don't buy her being completely evil. Like, I don't know if she's completely evil, but I do not trust her. I don't, like, I don't know if she's, like, I just, I just don't know if I buy the concept that, like, this, this idea that Violet is dying and she's been trying to save Violet the whole time is, like, made up. Like, uh, yeah, like, like, she had to have been texting the grill about how to save Violet. She's, I, I just, she's had so many genuine moments on the show. Um, I don't know. I, 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 and I guess this is, this is good storytelling. Like the fact that I like, they have this reveal and I'm still not like, um, like all in on her being evil. And also, like I said last time, the reason I wouldn't like this, the reason I didn't think this would happen is because we already did a bait and switch with Dr. Jace being evil very early on in the show. And I do think it would be a little bit repetitive. If it was the exact same thing. So I do think there's some nuance probably that we're going to have with Dr. Jace. Yeah, that's a good call. And after like what we've been doing this, like these last few episodes, like I am really on board with what you're saying. I think Dr. Jace is going to, there's me nuance here. Like she's going to be, I think, I don't think she's going to be completely, like, good, but I think she's going to have good motivations for what she's doing. It's, it's just hard for me to see the, it's the, such genuine way she's talked to Violet yeah. and Brianna, that being, like, just sadistic lying. Like, I, that's, like, so yeah. hard for me to process. I, I think she genuinely cares for both these kids, but I think there's something she has to do for, obviously, the light to get Violet cured, and she's willing to go to those lengths to save her. Yeah, maybe she's being slightly tricked. Maybe she, yeah, maybe she's like thinks it's this is the right move to talk to the light. Yeah, and she's just she's hiding it from them for their protection. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I, that's what I'm. That's the train I'm on. But I there's multiple. There's a bunch of different ways they could go with this. I don't trust. Maybe anybody. she's like she's trying to save them, but it, she's selling them out to the light, and then they betray her, and 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 then um they're mad at her. She's like, I didn't want this to happen, and then I guess she like dies. She has to die if yeah. that happens, oh. right? It would be very. It, it's very interesting to have Doctor Jace here. While Terra is like the obvious mole, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe I, that's the subversion. Jace is the, the real mole, and Terra's not. Yeah, and that's and we've and, never and, really and Jace even will... seen them talking, right? Like they haven't interacted a lot. No, They're and I think that's on really purpose. I think yeah. Jace might, like, I think Jace will fill the role of what we're expecting Terra to fill, where she sacrifices herself in a heroic fashion. Where she, yeah, it really seems like Jace is dying. Yeah, it feels like she is, and, and that would be impactful to Black Lightning as well, because he's been a kind of, he for some reason oh, yeah. was a focus of the very beginning of this season, and it would come back full circle if he... And he, he's came back in these last two episodes. Yeah. Because too. Yeah. I, I, I'm on board for this, that, that this is going to be some kind of, um, some kind of death here, some, yeah. not some kind of death, but some kind of thing is going to happen to Dr. Jason. It's not going to be completely good. I, I just feel hurt, um, by Dr. Jace, not just because I was wrong, but because, uh, I like her, and yeah. don't 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 text the evil monkey. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I I would prefer if she didn't do that either. We call him Mojo Jojo. He's Mojo. Yeah, that's yeah. his name. We'll keep track of Mojo in the future weeks, Dan. Don't worry. Okay, we'll track Mojo. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep track of it. But until then, we need to talk about maybe the most absurd side plot in any episode of Young Justice. This one actually almost <laughs> made me mad, and I'm of course talking about the 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 Gattaca side side plot 
Oh my god, thank you for bringing that movie up. I was gonna fucking make a, a point about that. Genetic engineering, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god. So It's gonna be a problem, but I'm this kidding. was This was especially confusing to me, because I didn't remember Bumblebee was a character, so I had no idea what's going on here. <laughs> uh, I figured it out because before the episode, someone mentioned Bumblebee was in it, and I was like, oh, this is Bumblebee. And I don't know if I would have been able to do that without having known that ahead of time. I guess she's been on the show, like, in season two or something, but clearly not recently, right? Like, No, she was at, like, the baby shower, like, last... <laughs> that stupid baby shower. Oh, yeah, you got a baby in you. Yeah. There was a baby was shower thing. Um, the reason this maybe works is just because it ties to the overall concept of meta metagenes, yeah. and like, they're, they're doing this for some reason, of, like... I don't know. Maybe we're moving to a point where, like, we're past the crisis and it's like Medellin is like a thing now in their society. And how are people going to deal with it like this? This is the thing. I can't tell if they're trying to make it another political plot, but I feel like that's where it's headed. I'm just unclear on. I'm. I'm, It it feels like they could have done it without adding another plot. But again, I realized as I was saying that, as I was thinking this thought that this is Young Justice and they can't do that. They can't just. Do more things with what they already have. They have to add like a whole other thing for some reason. Uh, this this. <laughs> tell me, did I, did I, did, are you at a loss for words now? <laughs> Look, in a show of point of uh, unrelated side plots, this is like uh, you know just completely has nothing to do with anything that's happening. So it, you know that's fun. It, it really does. does. It, it, it's a fun thing. I like her going inside. Yeah. The, her mother goes inside her child and mm-hmm. uh Whoa. like and uh she repairs her heart and then um stares at her DNA, which I feel like does not scale like at the way you know, but uh is the the DNA is much smaller, right, than the heart. Um but uh, she shrank it, down she shrank more. even more. And then um, you know, we we were like kind of unclear on what what she did to the DNA, but we're left with the impression she probably like activated the the baby's metagene for the for the brighter future of the child. After lovingly discussing it with her husband, she made the uh the family planning decision to shrink down and uh, enter the organs of uh, her newborn baby in order to um, make it a superhero. So that's what the show is. Yeah, and it yeah, that's just what the show is. And I don't know, I just... I, I think the frustration for me is that we had all these plots that were about people I cared about, and then there was just this one. Yeah. And it, it really stands out from minute. that. Um, it, it would be very helpful if I knew who either of these people were. Uh, there are people... I know, like, generally who they are, Mal and Karen, but I don't know, like... I don't remember enough about their character arcs to really, like, care about them in a way that I care about Calder in this episode. Because Calder was stayed with for so long. Yeah, Calder at least has precedent, a lot more precedent in the show, and is given multi-episode focus. If, if it helps you, Dylan, Malcolm is, like, the guardian guy, like, he wears that gold helmet. And oh, he's, okay, I know what that is. Okay. Wait, he is? Yes. I, I had no impression of that from I the I thought episode. he was, I thought that was, um, Zatanna's dad. No, that's Dr. It's Fate. A different, it's a different oh. person that wears a helmet, right? Or Fate, or whatever. Yes, it's a different guy um, that wears helmet. So uh, stupid. I think... it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Ali, we can, I... we can... Yeah, my, I, I, my defense of this plot in the episode, despite I didn't know who these people were, the episode put in the legwork to 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 give put the emotional founding between the couple. We had the conversation between them in the car, yeah. conversation when they're they're having the baby and stuff. Um, that the show like it's like a very questionable decision to have the spotlight in this episode, but the show like uh, really tries to make you care about it, and I did buy in. Yeah, uh, I'll agree with that. Like it does. It does work for what it is. I just think that I would care. I, I would have liked just we're doing so well with these with these 
storylines with the outsiders that I just want more of that. I just want more yeah. of them. Like, I would have cared more if, like, this C-plot was just more Beast Boy and Cyborg hijinks. Like, we got one scene with them. I would have liked just more of that this episode. Yeah, I just that. Yeah. Same, though. What was that, Ali? I'm sorry. Same. I mean, this was fine. Yeah. I just, like, what you said about the fact that we have so many of these plots, and now we just have this thrown in at kind of the end of the season. Yeah. Feels weird, but I feel like it has to mean something. Yeah, like, it feels like this has to be... We're going to circle back to it, I agree, but we'll have to just... But it's going to take forever, because yeah. the baby was just born, so she yeah. has to grow well, up. Well, no, we're going to have another time, time skip, skip for season four, because we can't do a new yeah. season without time skipping for some exactly. reason. <laughs> for some reason, we can't just continue the story. We have to skip ahead five, six, seven years every single yeah. time. So everyone's going to be ta- We're going to time skip between three and four, because Wally's coming back at the end of the season, and then we're <gasps> going to get later then back together. Um, okay, we're still not done with this episode. We can't have your crazy theories right now, Dylan. <laughs> Crazy theory. Everyone thinks Wally's coming back, right? Like, this happening in the last episode. Somehow. He He has to. Um, So we really have not talked about... We talked about Granny Goodness a little bit. Yeah, more about this. More about Granny. Yeah, let's let's wrap up with Granny Goodness. Like, let's just finish talking about this. So she has a little tiny cube that she has a a, a demon god called the Overlord inside. And the Overlord (laughs) takes them down past her house into a realm of... Um, no floors, and they're in, like, this elevator, but if you go outside the elevator, you get sucked into this mist, which, like, make, puts you in agony, yes. except, um, except Calder activated the, like, magic mark on him, which, uh, apparently let him get through this magic mist and back onto After, the elevator. Yeah, his boyfriend told so, him Dylan, to. how much did you love this? <laughs> I loved it so much. <laughs> I just, I, I like this new idea of just explaining this show in just, like, a completely, like... <laughs> No, Dylan, it, 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 makes, it makes it so much more cathartic when you talk about the episode when you just explain what happened. So it's stupid. It is, <laughs> but it shouldn't work, and it does. It's so, I love, I love Granny. Like, um, the, the, the big thing is tying this to the apocalypse in tech that really worked well for me. Like, um, like we've gotten a lot of that this season and, um, Granny being like this more powerful thing. I have no idea what the Overlord is, but, um, the, just like trapping them there and then she controls them, but then Violet comes in and did this moment of the outsiders coming in to this granny plot line with Nightwing, Black Lion, Black Lightning, um, Calder, Calder's boyfriend, and then the outsiders boom tube in and then Violet heals them. And then like, this is like the season coalescing in this, this moment yeah. right here because normally nothing converges in the show there's just separate plot lines but here we have a tip kind of a typical plot line where there's kind of just nonsense happening with characters that aren't really our main characters but then our main characters come in and interact with this plot line and it's like relevant to the larger show because granny's probably our big bad of the season and and it's like this is the show is um coalescing and uh feeling really cathartic in a way that it had not in the rest of the season yeah and when we finally have the heroes show themselves Granny, Granny reacts to it in a way that feels like it's important, too, which is very cathartic as well. Like, we finally have this moment where, like you said, it coalesces, and the villain acknowledges it, which makes it feel cool, I think. Like, it feels like... It, it's not because they're together, it's because she notices Violet, but it feels cool that she feels like this moment's important mm-hmm. as well. Like, the the whole episode makes it feel important that this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love Violet healing them. That was like, um, wow, we're actually using Violet for not her getting killed. Yeah, she finally yeah, she, didn't she die. die. She, we don't have to talk about <laughs> Violet die. dying. She makes other people not die. That's great. Oh, wow. 
Uh, and oh and also like uh, oracles here and uh, that was a character i forgot existed until recently so, um, oracle the girl in the wheelchair <laughs> wheelchair girlfriend oh yeah um wait barbara <laughs> yes it's barbara oh she's oh duh okay I didn't know that she was Daddy. That makes sense. Um, the uh, Oh, and then the stuff with the mother box, too. She's, like, trying to kill the mother. But yeah. that was also very... Like, we've done a lot with mother boxes, and that's a big part of the season. I like how the show presents, like, the mother box, father box as living beings. And I like how they care enough to... Like, they, they're treating it like a living being. That, like, yeah. uh, feels really impactful, too. Yeah, they're treating it like it's actually a prisoner and not just, like, a computer they're leaving behind yeah. for this woman. Like, they're like, this is someone we have to save, too. And, and it, I have feelings. Yeah, like, it, I think because of Violet and because of Vic this season, it feels like we understand that that is what it is. Like, this is yeah. a person to save. And I also like, though, that there's this carry-through from the previous episode, because we start, the episode starts with Black Lightning saying, you still have that mother box from the last episode. And it's Yeah, like, it, really, it really feels like a great pair of episodes. They, yeah. It ties together and thematically is different in a great way, and yeah. Yeah, I don't know, like, we... We did, this was completely by luck, but these episodes just really pair together really, really well. I mean, I hope the rest of the season also ties together, but yeah, it, it was a good, it was a good two discuss together. Yeah, I think these almost could be like, these almost could just be this, on the same night. Like these could, this, these feel more like a mid-season finale than the mid-season finale we got almost. That is true. Uh, one that makes me think of the mid-season premiere, which feels related to this episode because that was when we saw Granny and like a. Yeah, large space context, and this is kind of the continuation of that. It really is. I, I it, I wonder how cohe- coherent this season would be if you just watched the episodes with Granny Goodness. Like, I'm curious. Like, if that's yeah. just the only episodes that really matter at the in the end. I of mean, the day. probably. Honestly, but, I think it's just a really good decision to kind of like focus in on her as yeah. like our main villainous force. There's so many random villains who we don't care that yeah. much about. But Grant, but Granny is just like, like she's been a, a pretty solid through line throughout the season, and also um is just like a very appealing villain. It's uh, you know it's just like it's it, this Granny like this grandma who's like evil, and also she's like an alien god and like all powerful now that that's been revealed. While also like manipulating things on a social level on Earth, um it, it's like totally the show's type of villain, and it like in a great way. Yeah, and it I really enjoy that like. We have all these really mysterious things, because like we mentioned in the previous episode, someone's like, is this granny your granny? And he's and Metron's like, no, but also yes, and he just leaves yeah. with a smirk. Like, the show is purposely trying to confuse me, confuse us, but I like it. I like that yeah. it's doing it. I really enjoy it. Like, yes, this is what I want from Young Justice. Like, this is the confusing What's stuff the I want. Time? I don't want, I don't want, like, like, I want this confusing stuff where I'm like, who, what is this villain doing? Not, what the fuck is going on all the time? Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, happening. It, it's, it's a good use of this, and you can tell there's going to be more reveals with yeah. Granny to come. And then in the post credit scene, which yes. I'd like uh, Sarah to explain to me, so um, Granny uh, tells Darkseid, or hologram of Darkseid, that she found the anti-life equation. Yes, the anti-life equation is what this whole season is built on, Dylan. It's essentially... So it's the thing in the uh, the opening credits, or, right? Yes, or is, and it's also... Yeah. If you line up all the titles of the episode... Oh, yeah, all season, the titles line up. That's where I heard anti-life it. Anti-life equation. Yeah. And okay. just... For simplicity, this will make some people mad, but just for the people who aren't, like, big comic geeks, this is essentially this universe's, like, infinity gauntlet type thing. Like, they can use this equation just to kill everything. Ah, okay. Okay, so... Did that help solve what I'm saying, Dylan? Like, like, understand what I'm saying? How did did Granny find this? That's unclear. We don't know. Like, um, I'm not going to... Violet, isn't it? She noticed it, it after Violet. Oh, it's Violet. Oh, that's yeah, I like related that to Violet. It seems like, but that's all we know because they can do it. So in the equation is the merger of the mother box and the human body, maybe or something. Yeah, like it that. could be something like that. Because also, because also, um, 
what's his face metron was uh interested in how those re- interacted yeah. as well but also we have to remember that vic was there as well which is a father box with a human body like it could be well, maybe anything. you can find violet and vic and that's yeah because the... yeah it definitely feels like those two are being played out as like a foil to each other and i'd be very surprised if the season finale does not involve those two in some way actually yeah I like they're two strong characters. Um, really also, that. like this is the uh, as we said, it's the straightest show. So the mother and the father together are key, oh, right? It. Oh, it has to be that way, like a hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> more okay with the it. Ba- just, the baby world killer. Yeah, I'm more okay with it just because these characters are just good <sighs> on their own. They're just the two of the best characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they uh, they can't result in you're not gonna like kill the two best uh, characters of color. Um, by uh, they the show will, but like okay. you can't like do. <laughs> I mean, it has with Violet repeatedly. Okay. But, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. So is is Granny subservient to Darkseid, or is it a light type situation where she's working with him? Oh, she I am unclear. I think previous episodes have shown that her subservient, but I think this episode almost makes it a little more unclear because she's we, seems... we keep in, we keep increasing Granny's scope. At first, it yeah. seems like she's just like human. Then she's like God, but she's working for someone. She keeps seeming more and more important, and this episode plays her as she's reporting to Darkseid. But I wouldn't be surprised if she was uh, in the nexus of power yeah. all along. Yeah, and it's it's. Really, really, I, I'm really on board with this. Granny is like the we- like she's so good, and like even this episode when she's just standing in a cube with two heroes, she feels so imposing. Like, she does. Yeah. Like I'm so scared of what she could have done to Calder and um, Wind, which also is a like it's also just that I really like those characters and I don't want th- something to go bad for them. But just her standing next to them in that cube is just so much more like tense than any of the actual fights we've had this season like just them being so close to her i'm so at like i'm I'm so uneased when anyone's near her because i don't know what she's gonna do yeah um i think before we wrap this up i think for you two especially dylan because you'll love this do you want me to read out the anti-life equation dylan what it says is this spoilers i don't know I don't think it is. Based on what I'm reading, Dylan, Dylan, based on the, what I'm reading, there is literally no way it could be spoilers. Are you ready? Yeah, right. What'd you say? Oh, hold on. Yeah, how 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 are we supposed to know what what are is not spoilers with this show? Yeah, no, but Dylan, I'm reading this. It's not going to be a spoiler. I'm reading it. Like, here, are you ready? Are you ready? It is loneliness plus alienation plus fear plus despair plus self-worth, divided by mockery, divided by condemnation, divided by misunderstanding, times guilt, times shame, times failure, times judgment, N equals Y, where Y equals hope, and N equals folly, love equals lies, love equals death, self equals dark side. That is the equation, apparently, yeah, Dylan. I'm not interested. So depression, basically. Yes, it's depression. What the fuck is this? not an equation. What is this? <laughs> Someone actually... Anyone who's listening, if you're like a math whiz, please do that math and get back to us. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, not like a, it's not like a chemical formula. That's what I was How expecting. How do you know? Dylan, that's why I said it's not spoilers. The, the okay, real answer is that it's just it's just comic bullshit, Dylan. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah. How did you? Wow. Wow. That, that doesn't seem like the t- but the show's not going to do that exactly. It'll do. No, right. that's so, what I'm saying. Like it's not because even like the Wikipedia page for this, like it says like it's gone through a lot of different iterations. Like it okay. it kind of changes for the story it's in, which I am a okay with. Like we're going to get something and they're going to do it with their own spin, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah. The, 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 I guess it's this is a big moment because people figured out all the episode titles lined up to this, so this is. This is going to be a thing people are highly anticipating here. Yeah, and I think that they sufficiently led up to it. And they had like I think it's the only episode that has a post-credit scene this season. I think, yeah. 
And it feels suitably, like, important that this episode has a post credit scene. This episode feels like the cat, the, um, like the gateway to the end game of the yeah. season. Yeah. It feels like every episode after this one has to be important. Like, there's no way that we can't have important stuff happening after I this. I mean, in, in, in before, um, a, uh, episode chronicling, chronicling the life of Bumblebee's daughter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. just a solo episode about, uh, we skip time throughout her life and how her with the metagene of the pros and cons of how it affects a human being. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be about, and it'll be about Condiment King too. We'll have a D plot about the Condiment King. God, I forgot oh, Condiment wait, King. I forgot about him too. We're not talking about him. I think, um, <laughs> I, I think a we, comic character? I don't know, Dylan. I don't, I'm not talking about this. We're, we're okay. wrapping up because okay. I'm wrapping up. Do you have anything else to say before we finish up, Dylan? Uh, no, just good stuff this week. Um, continuing to look forward to uh, more from Young Justice reading the, the plot, the names of the next titles. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I looked at the next title as well, but I'll say, I won't say it on the podcast in case some people don't want to get spoiled. Just, there's another episode next week and hope it's as good as these ones. Uh, Allie, uh, did you have anything you want to say before we end the podcast? Um, same, just good shit. Yeah. Just can't wait for more. Like, yeah, these episodes are really good. Um, it's been great talking with you guys. Uh, fine. You can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Brendan, aka Kells. And thanks always to our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. That list is getting long. Um, We have Infinity Train coverage happening right now, if you guys are any interested in that. That's an amazing little oh, mini... Oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, it's it's, it's it's a fun little mini-series happening right now. I don't think there's anything else really big happening, Dylan, I don't think. That yeah, I mean, Shira stuff's gonna... Ah, Shira, sorry, that's on. it. Yeah. It's well you forever mentioned earlier. stuff, also. It's well forever Fruits Basket. There, there's us. We're focused on Infinity Train now, which is a show Young Justice people like. So you yeah, I, you guys will like it if you like this show. It's really cool. Uh, and we'll be back in two weeks, probably, right? Yeah, I think two weeks. I think two weeks works. Yeah. If the episodes are like this, this seems perfect. Yeah, there's we have two more one-off weeks and then the three-part finale, so it seems right to do two more weeks yeah, and then yeah. three, three weeks from now from the finale. So you can expect another podcast from us in two weeks. But uh, until then, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.